Welcome to our Parenthood Podcast, where we have conversations on principles and practical things about parenting, marriage, and family life. This is Dennis. And this is Tammy. We are a family on a mission to see other families flourish. Our Parenthood Podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Parenthood Podcast. This is Tammy, and I'm with Dennis. Hello, everyone, and we continue our Father's Day message. As we have mentioned the past episode, fatherhood is a major problem in our world today. Marami pong may mga daddy issues. So today, we're going to look at the demise, the design, and the destiny of dads. We hope you enjoy and learn from this podcast, whether you're a dad, whether you're lahat anak. So I think all of us can take home something from this. Yes, and I think malaking tulong din ng mga mommies when it comes to fathers fulfilling their role as dads. So hope you enjoy this podcast. Of the world's 2.3 billion children, 14% or 320 million are living in single-parent household, mostly run by mothers. This is the demise of the world today. America has the highest rate of fatherlessness with 25 million kids having households having no fathers. In the Philippines, it's the same way because of us going abroad. To You know, the father is absent in the home. Now, here's the problem, because though fatherlessness is an issue, there is no term that this is a social problem. And if you don't think this is a social problem, there will be no social solutions. Hindi po natin susolusyonan yung problema because the world thinks it's not even a problem. But this is the problem of the world today. There are no fathers. There are no models for dads. Fatherlessness is the number one social issue in the world. In fact, if you look at statistics, I won't go through the st- statistics. Most of the kids, it would have a negative effect if the father is not present. In Malachi 4 verse 5, imagine this, the last verse of the Old Testament, and then silent. What was the last verse? Look, I am sending you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. His preaching will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Otherwise, I will come and strike the land with a curse. The promise was there was going to to come a Savior who would preach And the words that would come out of his mouth would bring the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. There's going to be a restoration of the brokenness between fathers and sons and daughters when the preaching comes. But if we don't obey the grand design of God, the Bible says there will be a curse in the land. We will feel the effect in society at large when there are no fathers in the house. Grabe no bigat? Wow! The effect of fathers. Sad to say, nobody talks about this. 
This is not something that the world wants to talk about. We skirt through this issue. And that's why there's no discourse or even debates about fatherlessness. What's surprising is, in the last maybe five, eight years that we've watched movies and series, Marvel movies, all of the problem, anong root cause? Kung bakit na-snap yung mga Avengers? Fatherhood issues. K-dramas, fatherhood issues. Pinoy, fatherhood issues. It just comes out naturally that the bad guy is who? Where's dad? Why is papa? In almost all, it's not pointed in textbook, but it's shown in popular culture. It always goes back. Daddy didn't show up. And so Malachi ends with a hope. When the preaching comes of this great Jesus, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. He was introducing to us, here's the problem, but here's the design. I will give you the design on how to restore fathers to their sons and their daughters. The design is that fathers would lead with love. Of course, we can go and you know, try to elaborate more on the design. But if you look in Ephesians 6, 4, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Fathers, wag daw natin i-provoke yung mga anak natin para nagagalit sila sa atin. But rather, our role is to bring them up to bring them up means we have to go down and bring them up. Remember when you had a baby then, right? How do you talk to your baby? You go down and you bring your baby up and you talk to your baby. We bring them up in the discipline and in the instruction of the Lord. What's the design of fathers? In 1 Corinthians 16, 13, it says, Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Four things Paul said here. Very simple. Wala na pong kasunod tong, here's how to be watchful, here's how to... If, yeah, si Paul knows how to talk to men, no? When he talks to men, gawin mo lang. Yeah? Kasi kung, kung girl yung kausap ni Paul, be watchful. Okay, ladies, here's four ways on how to be watchful. Okay? But Paul goes straight. Men, be watchful. You have to stand firm in the faith. Huh? You have to act like men. You have to be strong. Be strong. He's talking to the men. So how do we do this? The Bible says be watchful. Fathers, protect vigilantly. That's our design. We protect our families. We're not the predators. We're the protectors of our family. Be watchful. What comes in the house? Daddy needs to know. Daddy takes the trash out. If there's trash that came in, we take them out. Right? Si Robert, no may naliligaw sa anak niya na hindi niya type, he takes them out. Right? Na, na, okay. Right? Fathers, you protect vigilantly. What is my 
what are, what are they consuming? What are my kids consuming? Am I protecting them? One of the things, the most interesting about dads is their armpit. Did you realize? No matter how oily and wet, everybody wants to stay here. Because it's the design for kids and your wife to go under your wings. Aren't you surprised? That's why we rub it, right? To make sure it has no smell. Because this is their refuge. Why would they naturally go under you? Because fathers protect. And we don't just protect, we protect vigilantly according to the word watchful. It's vigilant protection. I remember when when my wife and I were in Green Hills and then we rented a place where we would just walk for around three to five minutes and do nakamisa condo. So sometimes we would watch the last full show in Promenade and go home. But there was a season where there was a lot of uh, criminals in, in the street. And so we were walking one night and I was holding my wife and I saw this strange looking guy Alam mo instinct agad? Habang naglalakad? Siyempre si Tami, ganda. Instinct agad eh. Tami. Doon tayo sa kabila. Right? You protect. Malay mo may kutsilyo yun, di ba? Mamamatay din ako. Right? You protect vigilantly. Okay? That's the design of God. Are you a protector? Or are your kids afraid of you? Pag sinabi bang papa, the kids are, oh, papa's come. Or, buka, papa. Is it always negative? Fathers, be watchful. Secondly, he says, fathers, stand firm in the faith. Fathers, you pastor your family. I'm not the pastor of your family. You are. You are the spiritual leader of the house. Right? You have to stand firm in the faith. I have to fight for my time with God because this is the only way I'm going to lead my wife and my kids. Especially if your wife is far more spiritual and holy than you. At least magkaparman konti. Because naturally, it's the wife who's more religious. Am I right? It's the wife who's more devoted. But as fathers, we need to pastor our family. And I thank God for Tammy giving me that space to pastor the family. For me to lead. For me to pray with our kids. Because that's our role. They need to see that in us. We don't delegate to honey or to the wife. Honey, you na there. Pag Bible, Bible. Na, eh, effort talaga tayo, daddies. There's something about a man leading spiritually. You see, ito lang secret sa mga tatay na natatakot baka yung anak ko mapunta sa isang lalaking. If you lead spiritually and they see the godliness in you, they would look for a man who is as godly as you. Why? 
there's a model in the house. Pag-Christian pala talaga yung asawa, bait to, bait kay mami, ganun yung gusto kong boyfriend. Of course, another way around, if you're Christian and you're harsh to your wife and they see that, it's another message that you give. Fathers, you pastor your family. Men, I encourage you to read the Bible, to apply the Scripture, to take time to be in solitude with the Lord because that's our role as dads. I need to stand firm in the faith. When everybody else is doubting, I need to be the man of faith in the house and would tell them, come on, God will see us through. It says, act like men. Fathers, we provide. And I'm not just talking about financially. But there's, when we talk about provision, it's coming from the word vision. And fathers, we plan for our house and make sure that we have a follow-through because we are the providers. Fathers provide. That means I give you and cover to you the basic needs of the house. That's a father. I'm not telling you dapat lahat ng lalaki mas mataas ang sweldo kaysa sa babae. It's not. There's no such thing in Scripture. But then, am I doing something? Am I going out? I remember a preaching that Pastor Ferdy gave to us when we were in college. He says, there's something about a man going out of the house to work every day. Imagine the vision of a dad going out to work. Of course, now, when you go out to work, it's inside the house. No? But there's something when daddy works that kids would say, oh, thank you that daddy works. Right? Dad choppy. Yeah, daddy works. Fathers provide. Look at this, 1 Timothy 5.8. For me, uh, this is one of the most parang pinakmalakas na verse na parang, ooh, sakit. Why would, why would Paul write this? But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an un- unbeliever. Wow, parang, Chineko na eh. Ano bang i- ibig sabihin nito? Ito talaga yung ibig sabihin nito. Sabi ko, baka may spiritual meaning lang yan. But men were designed to provide. The members of the household. Okay? Sa mga asawang nagre-reklamo na mas mataas ang sweldo ng misis nila at na-insecure ka, magpasalamat ka na lang. All right. And lastly, be strong in the Lord. Okay. Fathers, we plan and prepare. When things don't go our way, the pandemic has destroyed some of our plans. Right? But when we say, let's be strong. Okay. Pag sa Bible sinabing be strong, Joshua, Moses, telling Joshua, Okay, Joshua, you're the next. 
Papa Moses, what's your advice? Be strong in the Lord. Take courage. Again, I say, be strong. Here, palang, you would start to see already what every man needs to hear from his dad. Son, I need you to be strong. But, 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 be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Fathers, we plan and we prepare. Proverbs 24, 27. Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. I'm thankful to my dad for teaching us this. My dad would always say, you have to work. You, you cannot be a no. Always asking for dole out that money. You have to plan, you have to prepare your fields before even getting married and building your house. Do we have a plan? To all the single men listening to this, right? this is like advanced course for you. Do your planning and prepare your field. What is the, what's in my hands that the Lord wants me to uh, cultivate so that when I marry, the woman that I'm bringing into the house is not acquiring my problems, but rather the blessings because I prepared for it. And fathers, we do that to our sons and to our daughters, especially to our sons. Teach them now. Anak, magplano ka. Anak, prepare. Because one day, you'll date a girl and you will pay. One day, you'll build a house and it's not cheap. Plan, prepare. Right? Now, again, I'm thankful for the fathers of the house. If your earthly dad is not doing that to you, we have so many dads here in our community that actually can help you with this. You just need to talk to them or link them with someone. There was this mom who called me and said, you know, my son needs to talk to somebody because he's questioning the faith. Can you talk to him? The mom knows there's so many fathers in the house that can actually talk to his son. My son needs help. They're going to get married three months from now. Can you help? Can you check? Because sometimes the kids, when it's the daddy, mommy speaking, they don't believe. And then the same thing that somebody says, they say, you know, you're right, you're right. My mom and dad never said that. But you keep saying that. This is the power of community, right? Do your planning, prepare your fields before building your house. And I'm thankful to have so many fathers. Even up to now, I have so many fathers in the house. That's the design. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. What's the destiny that God has for dads and for families? The destiny is to see godly fathers raising sons and daughters in the house is to see a multiplication of this happen that would have an effect in our society. That's the destiny. 
Fathers, bring them up in the discipline or into full maturity and instruction of the Lord. Fathers, mothers, our role is that when the kids are under our care, we do whatever it takes to sharpen them, train them, disciple them, pastor them, because one day I know I will release them. One day, they're going to say, Dad, I'm getting married. Right? Psalms 127 verse 4, like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children of one's youth. The Bible says our children are like what? Arrows. Ano bang ginagawa ng archer? As a LaSalle student, okay lang. He sharpens the arrow. A lot of friction, a lot of sharpening to raise our kids. And then what do you do? Do you put it back? No. When the orcs come, what do you do? You release them. Where do you release them? Into the world. <gasps> but that's my baby. I remember when, when, when I was engaged to Tammy, my mom was not, you know, my mom was like, oh, I don't know if you can do it. <laughs> You're a pastor. You don't have money. <laughs> you know, I don't, <laughs> you might grow thin, you know, all these worries. I skipped because my eldest, then two brothers, brother, sister, then me. I skipped both because when I saw Tammy, I said, I, I can't let go. I'm never going to give you. Okay, no, no, okay. So, parang, I was ready to get married. My mom was like, No, you're not. Darling, you're not. Baby, you're not. But I knew I was ready. And so I had a date with my mom. I pa sa UCC, sa Petron. Sa labas ng Dasmarinas Village. Makain ka. Say ko lang, Ma, believe ka ba sa parenting mo? Say ko, Un naman. Trap to trap. <laughs> Kung believe ka talaga sa parenting mo, why are you worrying that I'm getting married? You think you did a bad job raising me? No. I got her work. I got her, okay? Just with two questions. Yeah. I said, Mom, you've raised up a man who is responsible and he will do everything to make sure my family is well-fed and that there's going to be a plan. Dapat bilip ka sa sarili mo. Yun, binola pa. Okay? Waiter, bayad. Bigay sa nanay ko. Okay, so, right? UCC, mahali. Okay, so. You have to understand as parents, that's our role. We sharpen our kids. We don't want to raise entitled, spoiled kids who think the world revolves around them. Why? Because if we release them into the world, blessing bayan. 
Pastor Ferdy would always say this. If you're complaining about your kids, there's a bigger monkey in the house. That's you <laughs> and me, parents. In Tagalog, magulang. Okay? Joke yun. Okay. Magulang. Okay, so. Like arrows. Pastor Steve would always illustrate this as archers would have a goal. And when we release them, we want them to hit the goal. They won't always hit the goal. But that's our job. To create that space for them to become the best sons and daughters who will be released into the world by the grace of God. It's not going to be perfect. Of course, there will be maturity, conflict, as we sharpen. But once we release them, it's out of our hands. And that's why we tell you to pastor your kids. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to run to us. They're going to look at you and they would say, how will I do this now? Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. You want people to see how blessed this man and woman is because of their kids. Again, you look at Scripture, the life of a father is always narrated through the life of his sons and daughters. That's our life, especially our words and action are like sword. It's like a, dads are like two-edged sword. We can either sharpen or kill. We can either hear words of life from our fathers, anak, you can do it. Or, anak, ito na naman. Anak, di mo kaya yan. Masakit pag galing sa tatay. Right? Okay lang sa social media. People would come, yeah, you cannot do it. But if daddy says, I can, I can. Because that's the power of a dad's word. We either sharpen our kids or we slice their dreams. Because that's the weight of our words. We can sharpen or we can destroy. We have to learn how to speak life and blessings. Bless your kids. You know, I, I am honored. I'm just 41, okay? Bata pa, bata pa. Like Pastor Robert, okay? I'm honored to have a lot of fathers in the house. These are some of the fathers that I look up to, aside from my own earthly dad, right? And these are fathers that I walk with, fathers who I look up to. Their words matter to me. Sometimes they have few words, but it matters to me. In short, I trust their discernment. Right? I trust who they are. Not perfect, but they're fathers in the house for me. Right? And I think we've learned this growing up in this movement. 
Nalala ko pa si Bishop Ferdy. Si Bishop Ferdy nagturo sa akin paano maging gentleman. Because it was never taught. I grew up in Divisoria. You are on your own. It, if there's a jeep that's about to hit you, make sure it's the girl beside you who gets hit, right? It's Divisoria. Right? No rules. It's the jungle. But I remember there was a time I was crossing the street and Pastor Ferdy told me it should be the girl on the safe side and you're on the danger side. You die first and then her. Okay? I remember there was a time I went up the bus with Bishop Ferdy. He was our uh, youth pastor then. And I start, and I was sitting down and he tells me, so I mean, let the girl sit first. I didn't know that. I was clueless. But I had fathers who taught me that. Fathers who taught me how to do things. Fathers who we can call. This is rare, once a decade. Okay. Okay. kami. But we have fathers we can talk to. Something you cannot buy in the world only happens for free in community. Fathers in the house. And fathers need to speak life and blessings. Right? This is my dad. This is my earthly dad. His name is Jesus. Since you're from Makati, not from Green Hills, a little introduction. Si Jesus po ang nagbayad ng tuition fee Jesus provided for me. Jesus is good, okay? Si Jesus si, okay? That's my dad. And my dad's very quiet. He rarely... You know, and he grew up in the Jaworski Babinite era. If you know what I mean. To encourage you, he discourages you. They have a belief before, if I destroy you, I will build resilience. So, kunyari, pag sinabi niyang, lasal ka pa naman, that should, oh. <laughs> ba? So, may pros and cons. The Bobby Knight method, alam ni Coach Robert yan, kasi basketball player, di ba? Di ba? Pag sinabing, I cannot say it in the pulpit, no? Negative words about you, it should challenge you to become better. That's how I build you up. But then he became a Christian. And his heart started getting a little soft. Right? And, I, and there was this time when I did something, I forgot what it was. So we were in our house. And to give you a picture of the house, may staircase kami na pa. What do you call that? Huh? Spiral. Okay, nagutom ako. Okay, spiral. Okay, spiral. Okay. Okay. Pumasok yung steak. Okay, spiral. Right? My dad, you know, I can count how many I love yous. How many... A good job na ba siya sa akin? Ganyan siya mag-good job. Hey. Yeah, good job yun. Okay. Hey. Okay. So, to the staff here, you now understand why I'm like that, di ba? Pag siya... Avi, <laughs> okay, good job yon. Okay, all right, that's passed on to me. Okay, I'm very encouraging that way. Okay, but 
there was this one time, only one time I could not remember another time like this. That I went home, I had my backpack, college. I did something, I forgot what I did, but I could not forget what happened. He was in the middle of the spiral staircase, and he told me, Anak, son, come here. Now, when my dad speaks English, oh my, this is something, okay? He says, son, come here. I said, why? And then he said, he was going to hug. Now, Chinese, you do not hug. You never hug. All right. It's a sign of weakness. Okay. My dad says, he never hugged. The last time we hugged, maybe I was six and we were wrestling. Okay. He says, come here. And then he did this. And I was like shocked. You know the movies where everything becomes slow? Most, most of the time, so movies, mamamatay ka na nun eh, so, And so I remember, it's like the world stopped. Because he was asking me to hug him. And I remember running to my dad. I remember hugging him and he said something that until today, it's here. Never happen again. He said, son, I'm proud of you. Powerful words. Super. Until, of course, I, I would have hoped he would say it more often. But I believe those words are already kept in my heart. Because that's how powerful the words of fathers that fathers have. Baon ko na. But you know what's the greatest news of all this? As I read the scripture, as I spend time with God, my Father, every day, every time I open the Word, especially when I sin, I fail, I don't do things right. When I open the scripture, Father God speaks and affirms. And I want to end with a story. I've always read the baptism of Jesus. Like, wow, dove coming down. But I've never seen it in this light. I was meditating on it. It was actually an exercise they gave us in school. And they said, find a text and spend one hour on that text. Of course, being a good student, I found two verses. <laughs> Para tapos na agad. But I remember spending time reading and rereading a few verses. The baptism of Jesus. That when Jesus went down that water, the dove came and God the Father said, This is my Son with whom I am well pleased. You know when did that happen? Day one of Jesus' ministry here on earth. When he had done nothing, God affirms him and says, Anak ko to, mahal na mahal ko to. 
This is my son with whom I am well pleased. God speaks to us. God invites us. Fathers, God invites us. Sons, daughters, God invites us to a love that will change families, that would change how you would father your kids, that would change how you would mother your kids. Not because I do things for daddy, but because I'm your son. Imagine a world when you go home. Imagine if something supernatural happens. Every child, son and daughter, comes home today to have lunch. And daddy and mommy comes to them and tells them, I am so pleased with you. I love you so much. But what did we do? Nothing. Because you're my son. Because you're my daughter. Imagine the healing. Imagine the transformation. When you pray, pray like this. Our Father. The power that every father has in his disposal to bring up his sons and daughters in the discipline and what? The instruction of the Lord. Sa daming instruction ni Lord. I hope we get the heart of the message today. The instruction to love like Christ. As fathers, as mothers, as sons and daughters. Because the destiny He's preaching will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. And the result will be what? Blessings. Abundant blessings as we would see healing restored in families. Where do we start? And I want to end with this. We start here. Among ourselves. Wag muna tayo lumabas. Wag ka muna mag-vlog. Mag-vlog, i-YouTube. Practice natin muna to sa bahay. And start letting it flow among our sons and our daughters. And for those of you who don't have dads or your dad is far away, learn how to do this in the community where there are fathers of the house. Take this opportunity to build relationships with the fathers in this household. I see a lot of fathers in this house. And I believe God is going to do something that would revolutionize how you live your life because we now see the heart of the Father. Let's bow down our heads and let us pray. And I want to pray first for all the dads who are here today, even online. Lord Jesus, we come to you as men. Men surrendered unto your will. Men who are sometimes clueless at what we're doing. But Lord Jesus, shape us to have the Father heart of God. 
Lord, we know it is the longing of every son and every daughter to hear the words of affirmation, of love and acceptance that can only come from a father. Words from a father cannot be replaced by the words of a mom or an uncle or a cousin or a teacher. It's a sacred duty we have as fathers. Lord, teach me to become a better dad today. Lord, I receive the heart of God so that when I see my sons and daughters, I would see them with your eyes, with eyes of love, of faith, of compassion, of purpose. Lord, anoint me as your father. Lord, anoint me as a father. Lord, I need your help. Lord, I pray for every dad who are here today, on-site and online. Give us the heart of God. And Lord, we also want to lift up to you every son and daughter who's listening to this. And Lord, for some of us, because we don't have a good relationship with our dads. In fact, there's bitterness, unforgiveness, and even sometimes hate. But Lord, you said you're preaching. When we start opening the scripture, the preaching that would come from you will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and turn the hearts of the children to their fathers. Lord, today is day one of that return. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with your dad. I'm sure it's not the perfect one. But I also know God wants to bring healing and restoration over that relationship. And maybe your dad left the family or maybe your dad did something to hurt you. Today is your day one of reconciliation. Today you're saying, Lord, restore what the devil has stolen. Restore the brokenness, heal the wounds. And I want you to do something today, just an act of faith. If you need to release forgiveness, or if you need to pray a prayer and pray for your dad today, I want you to do that. A prayer that would honor not only God the Father, but God, but, but your earthly father. I want you to move in the opposite spirit. I want you to start praying and blessing your Father. blessings 
over fathers and sons and fathers and daughters. Lord, heal. Bind up the wounds. Lord, give us a revelation of the love of the Father so that we can tap into that love as we honor and love our fathers. And for the fathers, so that we can tap into that to parent and to raise up our children in the love and the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. Jesus, come. Holy Spirit, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you because this word is for us today. Lord, we receive your word today. Holy Spirit, guide us. Holy Spirit, help us to apply what we've learned today, no matter how hard. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to give you an assignment for everyone. I want you to take this time to honor your dad. Because it's the right thing to do. Not because he's the right dad, but because it's the right thing to do. Maybe a sentence, a letter, a text, food with a dedication. Do something today. It's Father's Day. Ito na yung pinakamagandang excuse to be a little more vulnerable to your dads. Father's Day. So can you take time to do that? People who are online, take time to text. Take this opportunity to honor your father today. Right? And to all the dads out there, happy Father's Day. I do pray and hope that we would embrace the role that God has given us. I'm excited for the destinies of the dads in our house. And that this kind of culture is something that we would spread throughout the city. God bless you guys. Enjoy your time with your dads. Enjoy time with your family today. Happy Father's Day and see you again next week. God bless.